Hello and welcome to SEO SAS. We are your special answering system. System? Service. <laughs> Can't even get that bit right. We'll leave carry that on, in. It's carry fine. on. We are your special answering service and by that we don't mean we take messages for you. We answer questions about SEO and they're exciting and interesting and this is just amazing. <laughs> Best intro <laughs> ever. Should we say who we are? You are Sarah McDowell. I am. And where do I work? specialist at Like Mind Media. And I am Hannah Bryce. And I've just had a coffee. And I'm also SEO manager at Gymshark. And what, what's this podcast? Why do we do this podcast? So where or why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I think our audience probably wants to know why. Okay, so why? So as, as I've mentioned, we answer questions about SEO, mainly because we love it and we find it interesting. Um, but also for you guys, because hopefully you do too, and it might help you out. By the way, you can tell that this is a professional as podcast, can't you? Yeah, well, a lot of the time it is, but yeah. This show is brought to you by the team at Like Mind Media. Like Mind Media help clients find their audience and start having conversations with them, whether that's on social media, content, or even podcasts, just like this one. We're actually using their podcasting equipment right now. They're super lovely people who take time to understand your business and think like Aww. you. Thanks, Hannah. Can I just say, yeah. I did make me, myself laugh. So we do a bit of silence before the podcast because <laughs> I need it for editing. And they always do it in the films where they go five, four, and then they go down to the going <laughs> on their fingers. So I did that for Hannah and it made me laugh. I'm like, this is going to be professional. I think that set me up though for being like, yeah, let's go for it. I think I was like it being in a film or something. <laughs> Talking about coffee. Yep. You'll be pleased to know that I've cut down my 10 a day. No, it wasn't really 10 a day. How many was I doing? Like four or five to two. That's amazing. So I got into the habit of having one in the morning Mm -hmm. because no one's going to like a Sarah without any caffeine. (laughs) I mean, come on. And then one in the evening. Now you might think in the evening just before bed, but I am a pro at caffeine. So I can have a coffee at 10 o'clock and be asleep. Like, Why do you have it though? Why do you have it at that time? Just because I like it. I like the taste and I think it's a habit that I've got from my mum and dad. So when we were little, or not when we were little, they weren't giving us caffeine. That's what I'm to say. <laughs> you are not so, a lively enough child. Come on. <laughs> so when we were when I was still living at home and I was in my teens and we'd there was always a tradition that you had your dinner and then afterwards you'd have a pudding. Yeah. And it's not like a big pudding, it could just be a yogurt or a little like a bit of fruit or yep. whatever. But you always had pudding and then you always had tea or coffee. That's really so, nice. And I've just always, and because it's been in, drilled in me, I've always, I like to fin, I like to start my day with the coffee and I like to finish it. Ah, oh, that's, that's, well, very sophisticated. <laughs> Said no one about me ever. <laughs> sophisticated Sarah. Sophisticated mama. Yes, anyway. Do you want to talk about SEO? I don't I know. know. How I don't are know. you first? I, I, I was going to say. Sorry. Butter me up, don't go straight in. (laughs) Okay, okay. How's it going? Uh, It's going really well, thank you. How's it going for you? Yeah, good. Much better since a coffee. Yes. Revitalised. Revitalised. My hair's bouncier. Are you still getting into your running? Yes. Because you're revisiting that, aren't you? So, I've got an interesting story about this. Praise yourself, people. (laughs) I listened to Born to Run. Can't remember who it's by, but it's amazing. Such a good book. Yeah. Okay. It's all about Hang how... Hang on, how... What? You listen to a book? Yeah, yeah, an audio book. Yeah. Uh, I have about seven hours a day 20. in the car now. Come on. 
<laughs> that's a slight exaggeration by the way but it's it talks about how the there's some people who can run about I don't know four days in a row without stopping hundreds of miles and they run with the do you know when they've got like the tiny they're not even shoes they're more like sandals or thongs do you know what I mean they've literally just got that bit of foot thongs um, yeah just, isn't that what americans call flip-flops this is why i said it yeah yeah thank you okay <laughs> knowing our audience <laughs> so they've just got that tiny they've got like a really thin bit of rubber and it's literally made out of tires and stuff old tires or whatever and then like a piece of string so right. they run on nothing basically and it just goes and it talks a lot about how it's better for way to run barefoot or to run with very little support because and it goes into so much detail on this if you've got the most comfortable supportive shoes you literally walk like a clodhopper right Whereas like a what a clodhopper what's that i don't know but it just sounded good okay um, <laughs> okay and then if you've got if you're going barefoot you're really careful right and actually you can run further like that it's, it's easier it's more fun it's it's better on your bones and your muscles and all that kind of stuff so you've got these 87 year old men running through the mountains like fast much faster than we could ever run because they've been doing it all their lives and they've had no injuries right they're all super healthy as well by the way mm. um yeah so anyway I got really inspired by that and yeah. I ordered some vibrant five fingers right sounds like a sex toy I was gonna say <laughs> they didn't Did that fit. come from Ann Summers <laughs> they didn't fit unfortunately um but basically they're like toe socks but shoes Oh, I don't know how I feel about them. Well, it was interesting trying to get them on. Anyway, I've sent those back and I've decided to go a step below mm. um, before going that extreme. And I'm going to get some Vivo Barefoot okay. shoes because I've heard some really, really good things about those. But I'm just waiting for being able well, to afford them. I wish you luck on your journey. Thanks. I will update you. While we're on the like weird toe shoe things, I don't oh, know yeah. what they're called. But so when I was younger, my friend's boyfriend had a thing about wearing these toe separating shoes all the time, but not just for like sports or like running or anything, just wore them all the time, like for everything. And she absolutely hated them. I mean, I wasn't, I don't know, I feel it like, you know, when you can see individual toes, yeah, it makes me feel, it makes me feel a bit, I don't know. They're not the most, uh, I don't know, aesthetically pleasing thing toes, are they? No, no. Well, feet aren't that nice anyway, are no. they? So, yes. I'm just going to do a bit of a caveat. You you might or might not be able to hear children having fun <laughs> in the background. Like, I'm all for children having fun, but I want to apologise because you might, it might be like, picked up. Yes. Yeah. We are getting a podcast shed one day. And yes. We need a sponsor so we can get a podcast shed. <laughs> if anybody would like to sponsor our podcast shed our podcast shed oh no because like we are going to get a podcast shed i know but it might help it might help plus we'd, we'd put your logo on the front take photos of it mention how amazing it is yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it can yeah. be a shed company or an seo company how about that <laughs> either or okay. either or so today we're going to be talking about something super exciting really really excited about this one so we're talking I about can tell. crawl bulge <laughs> so excited you paused it up (laughs) brawl budget why it's so important and how to maximize it i mean what could get more exciting than that so exciting very very exciting do some star jumps i mean we're not we're not we're not standing on this one i would i would jump at the jump at the chance (laughs) Um, okay hilarious so yeah so cool budget obviously this like this may be a new word to to our audience so we'll go into and we'll explain but 
Where did inspiration for this podcast come from? I'm glad you asked. So it came from an old Rand Fishkin quote, actually, that was on Twitter. I found it on Twitter. And he says, so if you don't know Rand Fishkin, by the way, he used to work at Mars, founder of Mars. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. Uh, now founder of Spark Toro. Yes. Check him out. Knows a lot about SEO. A lot, a lot. He's done it for a good few years, hasn't he? Yeah. He said, I have never seen and never worked with a large site where improving crawl bandwidth didn't mean significant increases in organic search traffic. Interesting. So if that's what you're looking for, maybe yes. crawl budget is the place to look. Yes. So shall we go into a bit more detail about crawl budget then? Yeah, probably quite useful <laughs> and exciting. And exciting. You're so excited. <laughs> Was it the coffee? <laughs> so yes, yeah, so I did a bit of research and Gary Ilias... That's how we pronounce his last name, isn't it? It's how we pronounce it. I don't know if that's how he pronounces it, but yeah. But we'll go with that. He wrote a blog called What Crawl Budget Means for Googlebot. And in this blog, he explains what it is, how crawl rate limits work, what crawl demand is, and what factors impact a site's crawl budget. If I remember, in the show notes, I will link to this blog. But I'll give you a little bit, a brief lowdown. Yep. An overview. So he explains that for most sites, crawl budget is not something to worry about, interestingly. For really large sites, it becomes something to consider looking at. Now, a caveat here is, I suppose, because with SEO, there's lots of things that you can do. So if you've got a large site, this is something that should be on your priority list and quite high. Whereas if you've got a smaller site yeah. and a couple of pages, it's not so important. but Chances are it's crawling your whole site in yeah. that case. Yeah. yeah. But if you've, I mean, I don't know if this ever happens, but if you're stuck for an SEO job, <laughs> you've got a small <laughs> site. So that's just the understanding to get right there. So basically, if you handle your crawl budget right, you, you can help Google prioritize what to crawl when and how much research the server hosting the Resource. site. Resource. What did I say? Research. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the server hosting the site can allocate to crawling is more important. Hang on. Hang on. I've got to get this around my head. Yes. So when it comes to larger sites, obviously because there's more pages, it's more important to prioritize what to crawl when and how much resource the server hosting the site can allocate to the actual crawling. So obviously that's not so important if you've not got many pages. Yeah. 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 So... He also says that crawl rate limit is designed to help Google not crawl your pages too much and too fast where it hurts your server. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So also in the blog, he talks about how crawl demand is how much Google wants to crawl your pages. And this is based on how popular your pages are and how stale the content is in the Google index, interestingly. And Crawl budget at the end of the day is taking crawl rate and crawl demand together. And Google actually defines crawl budget as the number of URLs Googlebot can can and wants to crawl. I've got some points on those. Good. Go on. Cool. So did you say crawl instead of cool? <laughs> cool. <laughs> so where he's saying that it's designed to help oh yeah, but that was it. This how stale the content is. That's I think that's why when instead of deleting content, you repurpose or, yes. or you enhance the content you've already got. So Improve if it's a blog it. or that, yeah, exactly. If it's a blog or something like that, that's when it can maybe start crawling it. Another point is when you talk about larger sites, 
you can actually work out how much crawl budget you've got. So you can work out, say, for example, that Google's crawling 82% of your site using Google Search Console. So literally just Google how to do that in Search Console and you'll find how to do it. But it's really helpful because then when you're trying to put a case together for doing improvements for crawl yeah. budget, like canonicalization or no indexing and things like that, you can say this will help improve crawl budget, which means that maybe 100% of our sites crawled. And if at the minute we're making this amount of money from just 82%, how much right. more could we make if 100% yeah, was crawled? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's being more savvy and smart, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, it's the reason for, for looking at this. Also, the way that I explain crawl, crawl budget to people is that I say, imagine Google is a spider. Yes. And what it will do is it will only crawl the bits of site it wants to so say for example it's only crawling i don't know three quarters of its own web yes yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and it always leaves one quarter maybe it's not got any juicy flies in it or maybe because he only does that in the daytime and he runs out of time yeah because the sun's going or energy down or whatever or energy yeah, yeah he ends up falling asleep <laughs> but if it's a well-optimized web it's got loads of juicy flies on it it's got yeah. consistent energy and he's picking up amazing stuff yeah. all the time he's going to crawl the whole thing i had a really weird picture then in my head of a spider and every time it has a fly in its web it gets supercharged and it goes really <laughs> fast so that's a good analogy yeah to i like think that of. i mean so other bits and bobs and then I'll let you move this on. But <laughs> with Cool Project, it's important to understand that you don't get to choose how much of a site is crawled, but you do have some say over what is crawled. So similar to our last podcast with what we were talking How about, to block. Block pages. Yep. And with your robots TXT, Google won't always listen sort of thing. Like sometimes Google will, yeah, you can do, it's better to do what you can to do your best for Google. Yeah. On that point... When you choose what's crawled, and you'd, one of the easiest ways of doing that is deciding what's not blocked, yes, what's not deleted. In an ideal world, the results that you'd see from that is that, almost like after a migration, do you know when you've cut a load of rubbish a few weeks beforehand, and then you've started re- doing your redirects and all that kind of stuff. Usually after migration, there's a bit of a dip anyway, while Google starts to re-index the site and, yeah. and realizes that there's been a massive change. It will normally dip and then hopefully it'll go straight straight up again. So this can happen after crawl budget as well. Obviously, with the website migration, it's down to some things like UX and non-site optimizations as well, usually. Hmm. But a lot, lot of the time, just improving or getting rid of a load of dead weight can mean a lot more of a site's crawled. Okay. Yeah, because you're cutting stuff that Google can crawl then, yeah. aren't you? I'm not suggesting you cut a load of stuff right before a migration <laughs> or directly after. I mean, there's lots of caveats here. <laughs> but yeah, if, if you're thinking, like you said, I've not got anything to do with SEO right now. <laughs> What's on my SEO to my list? <laughs> then actually looking at cutting content that you don't want to be crawled or you think actually this is not that worthwhile mm. could help Google to see the stuff that you do really want to be crawled. more awesome. reg- And especially more regularly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so... I bet you want to ask me, Hannah. So how do you tell Google which pages to crawl? How do you tell Google which pages to crawl? I knew you were going to ask that question. (laughs) Just could sense it. So you'd be glad to know that the good news is you can kind of decide which pages Google crawls and which they ignore. Mm -hmm. Happy days. Hallelujah. Yeah. (laughs) So first things first, you can do this by using no index. So the no index is a meta tag, basically, that can be added to your website to suggest to search engines to not include that particular page in its list of search results. Yeah. Yeah. So by default, a web page will be set to index because obviously if you've created a page, 
nine times out of ten you want it to be indexed unless it's a thank you page or I don't know and so obviously with no index it it can get a bit technical but if you've got a WordPress site and you've got the Yoast plugin it does do this for you so when it's like SEO section at the bottom it's got a bit like do you want this to no index this page sort of thing so it does sound technical but if you've got plugins and stuff and you Mm. don't do you know what I mean yeah it's easy to do also when you are no indexing pages a good tip here and this has come from John Mueller Mm -hmm. so you're gonna trust what he says but best practice is to submit the URLs that you want to no index before you no index them Mm -hmm. yeah and again submit as soon as you've done it yeah yeah does that make sense yeah so it's like oh this is the normal page hang on a minute it's changed yeah yeah So it just helps Google know, I suppose, doesn't it? It gets it on its radar and then it gets it on its radar again. Yeah. Another way how you can tell Google which pages to call is with your robots.txt. We obviously went into detail on our last podcast episode about that. One of the last ones. It gets a bit hazy, doesn't it? (laughs) Uh, But basically, yeah, so robots.txt is a text file that you put on your website and it basically has a list of URLs and you're telling Google which ones to call and which ones to ignore by using disallow allow sort of thing and then canonicals way again a caveat with this did we not had a sound effect for ages i think you needed a round of applause for that okay what i don't know which one okay just try any of them <laughs> <laughs> oh well that's just typical isn't it can i have one more go yep. <laughs> oh god you've got me on one Okay. We need a Christmas sound effect. Oh, this is the one that goes on for yeah. a very long time with yeah, the crickets. I think, I think we should move on. Okay. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry I suggested it now. That's just uh, like... It's like giving you candy and then taking it away. It is. But like that's just life lesson here, isn't it? I've tried all the buttons and not one of them was the like round of applause. Let's see. If I the, think it's the yellow one. Is okay. there a yellow one? Let's. There is. But the crickets might still be going. No, the crickets have stopped. Hey. Are you impressed that I remembered that? Yeah. Thank you. So the next time you uh, do a cat joke, I'll hey. do that. Hey. Okay. Right. Yes. So with canonicals then. <laughs> canonicals. Canon- <yeah>. Canonicals. <laughs> Goodness sake. So yes, again, we went into detail about canonicals on our last episode. And again, the caveat is this is a bit technical. So if you don't really know what you're doing with canonicals, I would use the other options that I've said so far. But basically with canonicals, you can say, if you've got duplicate pages, this is the one that's the most... The one showing in The original results. one. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. A few more. If I can just quickly sneak in here. Of course you can. So another way of telling Google which pages to crawl is by giving them more page rank. Yes. So I'm not going to pretend that I can explain this brilliantly, but basically the more internal links you've got to a page and from a page, the more of a page rank it will get. <laughs> so in internal linking to a page from especially from a high authority page like a home page or one that mm-hmm. gets lots of clicks or time spent on it is a really good way of saying to google hey this page needs crawling so if it's a blog or something like that stick it on an important page or a link to it on an important page and it should help to increase increase the likelihood of it being crawled lovely stuff also include pages in a sitemap again so Using a blog as an example again, make sure it's in the, actually in the sitemap because Google will usually use your sitemap as a guide for crawling. Um, and by that, we mean the H, not the HTML one. Yes, the XML. Exactly. Thank you. Also, literally getting rid of pages and removing them from the sitemap yeah. will stop them from being crawled. Yeah. Which is kind of an obvious one, but I thought I'd just mention it anyway. But caveat here, you might not have to do it because there you've got to decide 
instead of deleting you might improve yes exactly like you said earlier about how what was it that gary had said about old gary. stale content yeah i believe gary likes the nickname gaza so <laughs> i've heard on the streets yeah so how gaza was talking about how stale content make sure yeah choose whether you lose or improve like it oh, i've lost the marbles gaza and jm jm yeah oh john john john, john yes <laughs> move on move on swiftly moving on so how do you go about choosing which content to improve yeah yeah go for it i'm i'm intrigued you've got me i'm hooked so i would always recommend using a mixture of the following okay i bet you're intrigued does one of them include a hook and a fishing rod and worms and worms no (laughs) Good, glad to hear or it. should I have said yes? I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about poor anymore. Poor little worms. Carry oh, on. Poor little worms. Right. Okay. So first in the mixture is using Google Analytics metrics. So here you in behavior, you can look at a pages, an individual pages performance. So here I'd be looking at stuff like time on page, bounce rate, exit rate as well. So if there's a page that's getting a high lots of exit rates I mean that might be because person who's on your on the website has done the job that they wanted to so they've exited but maybe there's something that you can improve there yeah yeah you could also use google search console and use their metrics so you can see if people aren't landing on a page for relevant searches or if they're just not landing on a page at all yeah so if if you've got a page about something but actually people are landing on it for something completely different yeah you've accidentally optimized it for something else yeah Yeah. and I mean that happens all the time because when when I'm looking at Google search console for websites there'll be a random term yeah that and it's like how like a a food like a recipe or something like that you're just like what I sell shoes (laughs) what's going on here (laughs) it's madness Hannah it's madness also with Google search console you can see people landing on a page when looking for something completely irrelevant so windows system cleanup for example so that's technology yeah yeah because you're wanting to clean up your windows system but they're landing on a windows cleaners website so that shouldn't happen so much anymore with with bert good old bert <laughs> and rank brain but, but it might it, do it does happen occasionally yeah. isn't it? especially if you're like page nine and for some reason they've skipped straight there yeah google isn't perfect is it no no one is mary poppins absolutely perfect in every single way apart from you hannah thank you <laughs> And then last in the, this mixture of stuff, I love the saying stuff. Yeah, me too. Stuff. <laughs> so another way to know which content to improve is say you have shared a piece of content on your social channels. You've got an email going out about it, but it's not interesting enough. People aren't clicking. It's nosedived. Yep. Do you know what I mean? That's really a good, good point, indication. Yeah. So, I mean, th- you might be able to think of other ways but those are some solid examples of how you can choose which content needs improving real a couple more so if the content's getting organic visitors but there's no call to actions so they've like you said earlier they've consumed the content they've really enjoyed it but then there's they've gone because actually there's not like oh you can buy this by the way here's a link to it it's on our website it's in stock do you know what i mean yeah yeah yeah. also if it's getting 
users on again spending time on the page but they're not coming by organic traffic so kind of the flip of what you said about people coming by social or email if actually they are coming from another channel but they're not coming organically that's when you improve it that's when you optimize it so that you've got you can actually start getting visitors from organic because you know people are interested yeah and maybe even why because of what whatever you've used to make them click on social yeah yeah and if it's already ranking for relevant keywords just but just not well enough so it's on page eight that's why you're not getting clicks for it but actually it's amazing yeah you just need to optimize it it's just sprung to my mind here so so where content is ranking on like page or lower on yeah. page one or on page two people call this low-hanging fruit don't they yeah and a really cool tool a free tool as well is neil neil patel's uber suggest uh-huh. so you can put your domain in i'm guessing you do it with like your fancy paid tools <laughs> as well but yeah you put your url in it and it will tell you all the oh, are you laughing? your fancy paid tools you can tell i'm not jealous at all animosity here like where's that come from <laughs> it's the bants we have hannah what are you on about <laughs> but yeah so you put the url in and it will give you a list of all the keywords that domain is ranking for and it gives you good opportunities where you like position eight on the second page Boom. do you know what i mean and Love you it. can yeah well that's that's awesome <sighs> yeah but how do you make sure then Google indexes and crawls the new content? Glad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Tell me that. Tell we, me that. We need to get the sass out of the atmosphere. <laughs> Negative energy. The sassmosphere. Sm- <laughs> uh, what was the question you asked me? How? <laughs> so you've done all this amazing work yes. to optimise this content. Yes. Right? It's gone off page eight. It's no longer there. Didn't Ooh. even remember being on page eight. Ooh. It's now right at the bottom of page one, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> How do you make sure Google crawls it and index it? Because right. we're talking about crawl budget, which we as are. we know is incredibly exciting. And important. Yes. Okay, so first top tip from Sarah. And I imagine we're just going to boom, boom, boom. I do a tip, you do a tip. I do a tip, you do a tip. Go on then. We'll, we'll match tips. It'll be like a tip off, <laughs> but not a tip off. There's nothing dodgy going on here. Right, moving on. First one, make sure it's in the sitemap. I feel like you're reining me in this time. I'm what? You're reining me in. Yeah, it's because you've had that one coffee. It is, seriously, it goes to my head. Right, your turn. Okay. Come on. What you should also do, inspect and submit for indexing in Search Console. Just tell Google it's there. Yes, let them know. Link to it from important pages on your site. So we're always talking about this, the importance of your internal linking. So for example, if there's a really important page that you want to help push or it's seasonal or it's really good content, but people aren't finding it, put a link to it from your homepage. Nice. Get it shared and engaged with on social media. Send it out via email. Get some external links to it. Check your server is strong and keeps strong uptime. What? Yeah, like it doesn't go down. Sorry, I can't. <laughs> What on earth am I saying? What are these words coming out of my mouth? What do I mean? Does everybody get that now? Yes. Are we clear? Yes. Okay. Make sure your pages load really quickly. So check that in Pingdom or Google Lighthouse Tools. Yep. They're free. They're not paid for. (laughs) Make sure everything on the page is optimized. So this is your alt tags on images. So if a quick, what is an alt tag on an image? So alt tags are there for... Well, they're there for visually impaired people, aren't they? Yeah, and Google. And Google, yeah. But the prime, the reason they come about is for people who need help to see what's on a page yeah words. so yeah. so yeah you put in that alt tag what it is some people do spam this and just put keywords in yeah so don't do that don't i mean that. if a keyword is relevant like if you've got a pink floral dress and that's the picture happy days but don't have like a picture and then an alt text that that, that isn't it yeah? yeah yeah pink floral dress mini dress magenta magenta dress <laughs> don't do that no 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 um yeah so make sure everything on the page optimizes in like everything right the way down to alt images 
alt text on images everything yes. else as well yeah yeah sorry i uh, i realized that i should have given was a really more good examples focus on alt text there. <laughs> i got a bit excited yeah so title <laughs> tags meta descriptions header ones header twos paragraphs <laughs> words <laughs> and then the last one from me make sure you've got some you've not got anything on your site that's close to a duplicate Ooh. so if you've got something that's been on the site for longer already and you've not used that to improve but you've then created a new piece of content that you expect to rank more highly than it obviously that's been in, been crawled lots of times already maybe it's got some value so either like regenerate that piece yeah on the same url or delete it yes be ruthless don't compete with yourself no so i hope that's given people yeah so obviously if this is the first time of ho- hearing about cool budget i hope you're not bored <laughs> no, I'm it's just because it's a technical I think this has got to be one of the most exciting podcasts we've ever done I know, I don't know what I've, you're talking about I've laughed so you know right are we is it feature time yes it is I'm just working out which one it is that we're doing so actually Dom planned this one for me and when we ran it I got 7 out of 10 so you need to be that <laughs> I love the sass <laughs> And I'm going to stand up because I need to lean on something. Talk yourself out, love. Throw at the chair. Tried to eat me. Again, <laughs> there's 10 here, right? Right. So he said that the source for this is Investopedia.com. Investopedia. Yeah, and, he, and his, his um, information alongside this. Talking of budgets, which, which countries are worth their most money according to their GDP on Investopedia? We're going to do higher or lower. And we start with the UK worth $2.83 trillion dollars. So the next one, you've got to tell me, is it higher or lower? Hang on. So how much a country is yeah. worth? And how, how, what is this based on? GDP. A, GDP? Yeah. What's GDP? I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> Gross dental plans. <laughs> so how much, how much the country is working? Yeah, how much money they've dental. got, basically. <laughs> Nothing to do with dental plans. I'm sure it's to do with profit, right? Right. Okay. So things that, so to help me out here, things that I should be thinking about is size, what they do. How much money the country's got? How much yeah. money the country's worth? Yeah. So yeah. I imagine chi- China is quite, but anyway, yeah. Probably higher than Scotland. <laughs> Just guessing. Yeah. There's not Just that much a- stuff that you get that says made in Scotland, is there? And I go to Scotland a lot. If there's any Scots listening to this podcast, you've just lost them, haven't you? No, I love Scotland. What are you running about? Scotland. <laughs> I was asking for that. Okay, are you ready? Yes. So, starting with the UK, worth $2.83 trillion. Is India higher or lower? Lower. That is correct. Yes! I'm so happy. Is Russia higher or lower than India? Higher? Lower. No. But they're like... Okay. Is China higher or lower than Russia? Must be higher. Yep. Is Saudi Arabia higher or lower than China? Lower. Yep. Is Italy higher or lower than Saudi Arabia? What's bigger? I don't suppose you're going to answer that, are you? I also don't know. Um, well, I can guess, but... I mean, Italy, they do good ice cream, gelato. <laughs> they do? They give, give them that. And pizza. Are they hi- higher? Yep. Because I'm thinking tourism and stuff as well, maybe. Is That's this- correct. Okay. Move on, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Anna. <laughs> Is France higher or lower than Germany? Oh shit, I've missed my Hang that. on, how have we jumped? Is Germany higher or lower than Italy? Higher. Correct. Do Is, you know what I based that one on? What? German cars. Nice. They must, they must make a hell of a lot yeah. of money. Name of an Italian cars. car. Oh, because I want one. 
Fiat. And Kirst doesn't want me to have it because she's like, they look like takeaway cars. A Fiat. Like, Fiat Punto. Is it a Fiat? Uh, no, not a Fiat. Fiat 500. Yes. I need, that's not a good reading What's mind. a Fiat You Punto? could also have said a Ferrari. Yes. Okay. I could have, but I didn't. And that's not part of the quiz though, so don't worry about that. <laughs> Bonus question. <laughs> Is France higher or lower than Germany? Lower. Correct. I did quite well at this one, didn't I? Oh. Is Japan higher or lower than... <laughs> Oh, oh, sorry, I keep doing this. Is Canada higher or lower than France? Well, it's a lot bigger, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So higher. Incorrect. Oh, lower. Is Japan higher or lower higher. than Canada? <laughs> yep. <laughs> and is USA higher or lower than Japan? Ooh. I'm stuck on this one. Like, USA listeners, do you make more money than <laughs> Japan? Higher. Correct. It's actually the highest. The highest. How much do they make? Have you got it? No, sorry. Okay. <laughs> do can, that. Do that. Research that yourself. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations. You got eight out of ten. That was amazing. I, I felt quite me. good about that. Yeah. Right. I've got a good forfeit for you, go Hannah. On, go on. I'm ready. Okay. While we're talking about budgets oh and stuff, what was the like, last thing or anything that you spent? It's a ridiculous product and you knew it was a ridiculous product, but you just wanted it and it cost you a fortune. I'm quite careful with money. Oh, come on. You must have had a moment like where you've had a few too many gins and you've ended up buying something. No. Shoes, maybe? That's not a ridiculous product. I'm thinking like a really out there gadget for your, for your cat or... No. Never. I'm really careful with money. <laughs> Has Dom ever done a stupid... Uh, he accident. Well, he, he gets lots of beer deliveries from like beer boxes, and he did an and accidental he, he's one. Accidentally forgotten to cancel it. Okay, I've got a better one. Go on. What has been your most expensive night out? Oh, How much did you spend? Probably only about sixty quid. I've always been a lightweight <laughs> and, as although generous, quite careful. How about losing money? Uh, no. I've got a great. I'm careful with money. <laughs> I've got a great story. Go on. This isn't me, but this is my mother. Okay. <laughs> sure, she won't mind me sharing with with you beautiful people. But but when she was younger, oh, she, Hannah's sitting down for this little story. I'm getting ready. I'm going to enjoy this. So when Mum was in her teens, out out and about on the lash, as it were, <laughs> lash. Uh, do they say that in the USA? I have no idea. Lash. Getting drunk, basically. <laughs> Absolutely car parked. <laughs> No, she was, yeah, so she was on a night out. She was quite drunk and she went to the toilet. And this place that she went to the toilet, um, it ran out of toilet roll. Mum was quite um, a forward thinker <laughs> when she was younger <laughs> and carried tissue around just, oh, just no, as you do. I, she, I, mean, I mean, she might have had a cold, or but she. the basic thing is she had tissue in one of her pockets, mm-hmm. right? But she also had like loose cash in another pocket yeah so in her chunken state she thought she used her tissue but when she looked in the toilet bowl she was flushing down a 20 pound note i mean resourceful but that was a very expensive loo break i mean if oh my mother people say that i'm the carbon copy of my mother i can imagine yeah but i just look like you know when you hear little gems like that and yeah how have i never met your mom Maybe it needs to happen yeah. one time, but yeah. So, but she's probably going to hate me for bringing <laughs> that up. But she, but it's quite a good story, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great story. So, yeah. I like it. 
like it. Yeah. Oh, and I also managed to get out of that one. Thanks for that. So thank you, Sarah's mum. Well, there's the classic one, isn't there? Like where you've got party poppers. Um, not the drug party poppers, obviously. I didn't, I didn't even know that was a drug. I don't either. <laughs> Like party poppers, and if you see like junk people afterwards that they think they're like pound coins and they're like going picking them up, oh, right, yeah, thinking they're pound coins when they're just bits of card. <laughs> I mean, I may or may not have been that junk. <laughs> oh, a one pound, oh, another one, but no, just cardboard, Sarah. <laughs> I think this episode has been one of our best ones, it has been a blast, it felt natural and fun. And sassy and educational and exciting and, and exciting. There we go. There we go, indeed. Right. Have you got anything? To say? Oh, we have got something to say because we're having a little break, aren't we? We're having a Christmas break. We were on a break. Be <laughs> we don't think you're going to be listening to us over Christmas, and we don't like to talk to ourselves. I mean, well, we like to talk between ourselves. I, yes. Yeah, we'd, we'd like to think that. Yeah, we'll, we'll be back ready for you to listen on your way to work. Plus, we need a bit of a Christmas break as well. Yeah. Right? As much as we love doing the podcast, we need like Christmas is time for friends and family. So we're going to have a little bit of a break. What Sarah's saying is she's sick of me. She's just going <laughs> to be near the Christmas. <laughs> You're in the friends and family category. There's no getting away from you, Hannah. That's all right then. <laughs> but yeah, so we're having a, a Christmas break. So, but is it too... Two weeks? Yeah, two we're? weeks. Two weeks over Christmas, back on the 5th. I the think. 5th of January. Yeah. yeah. So you, do, you don't have to be without us for that long. And I mean, you could like fill the void and listen to your favourite one again, yeah. like a previous one. Yep. My favourite one is the Migrations one. That is your favourite one. Yep. My favourite one is all of them. And Carrie, actually. Oh, Carrie was a good actually, one. Actually, lots, lots of the guests. I quite liked Paul's, my last one. How could you not like Paul's? That was so just, lovely. He was so lovely and said such nice stuff about I'd love the to work with Paul. Do you know what I mean? Paul, if you need an SEO person. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a hint. <laughs> Plus, Manchester is quite a long way. Although I had heard of Mancunians, I was literally like, what the hell? <laughs> what is going on here? Were you shouting? I like love Sarah. But yes. Okay, right. So now we've done that. What are the admin? We need to say how to get in touch with us. You can email us. Hello at seosaspodcast.com. No. Is it pod? Yeah. Is it pod? Yeah. Podcast. Oh. You've got to have to leave that in because that's just hilarious. <laughs> also, talking of hilarious stuff, and I did say I was going to bring this up. When Sarah was around at ours the other day, so we've got a Google Home. Oh. And we've been saying, hey, Google, and then getting it to do stuff. Sorry if your hey, Google's just gone off that oh, way. Oh, yeah. And we said, I think Dom had said to Sarah, give it a go. Give, oh, choose the music. Like, tell Google what to play. And she went, Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, voice search skills not so good. <laughs> right. Can I just say, we have an Alexa, and I'm surprised she's not going off on one now, but we have one in the office. So I'm just so used to saying Alexa. Oh, that's fair enough. That's why. Yeah. Golly gosh. It works well. <laughs> also, we're on Twitter. We are on Twitter. Sarah McDuck. SEO SAS. SEO underscore SAS. I'm still not on it because I use SEO SAS one. Yeah. And you can find us on Instagram if you want to or LinkedIn. Or LinkedIn. If seeing is it's festive and it's the month of sharing and giving and all that jazz, give us a cheeky five star review. Go on. Go on, go on. Go on, go on. I don't know where that's come from. No. Go on, go on. I can't remember where it came from. Go on. How can they give us a review, Hannah? On Apple. Yes. Podcasts. Yeah. Or is it iTunes? I think it's iTunes. Yeah. Spotify. Yeah. Any other platform. Yes. Just or you can write to us. <laughs> yes. And send us a review that way. But if you, I, I think we would prefer it on a platform where other people could see. Christmas card. 
Christmas card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other Search platforms. for the address at like my media. I'm literally putting in on my um, Instagram now that I've got a podcast with you, obviously, because it's not on there. Oh, I mean, mine, mine has not a lot to do with the podcast. To be fair, it's more about the outdoors, <laughs> but <laughs> it does need to be on there. Dean, as this is the last one before Christmas, we hope everyone has a lovely Christmas. Yeah. Yes, and a happy New Year. Eat lots of food. If you're meat eaters, turkey. If you're not, nut roast. Fill your boots. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, stay safe over the festive period. Yeah. Anything else? Ho ho ho. Ho ho. Oh. Why does uh, Santa need three gardens? Why? So he can ho, ho, ho. Thank you and good night. (laughs) See you later.